Hello and welcome to IndieCast episode 102. My name is Mike Townjo and I haven't done a podcast in a month. Tonight, I am joined by Kyle Stevenson. Hello, Kyle. Hello, Michael. Matthew Wright. Yes. Harry Lazidis. Hi. And the spirit of Barry Wood. Rest in peace. This episode is dedicated to Big Barry, Barry Wood. <laughs> if you want to know what the hell we're talking about, go to patreon.com slash indie. Give us a couple of bucks and you can get the exclusive pre-show that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> don't listen around your kids. <laughs> don't listen around your kids. not no. safe for work. Eh, it's fine. It's wholesome. Barry, we love you. Tonight on the Indicast, we are talking about some musical indies uh, to coincide with the Save and Sound event going on right now. A really cool event um, that, uh, yeah, that kind of like shows off a bunch of uh, like indie game concerts and like uh, kind of highlights uh, really, really cool composers and musicians. So you should go check that out. But first, let me remind you that here on the Six Foot Indicast, we discuss the rad happenings happening. Whoa. We discuss the rad happenings all around the indie gaming scene. You can catch this podcast live as we record it right here on twitch.tv slash 61indie every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. If you can't make it, that's okay because it hits all major podcast feeds the following Monday morning. If you want it sooner, if you want to add free with that pre and post show with that Barry Wood content, well, you can support us on patreon.com slash 61indie to listen before anyone else. You can also snag a few additional Patreon perks, but most importantly, you'll be supporting a small DIY company with huge ambitions. If you're short on cash, that's okay too. You can still show your support by leaving us a review, following us on socials at 61indie, giving our work on 61indie.com a read, using your free Twitch Prime sub on us, and telling your friends all about us. Huge love and shout out to our Patreon Pigeon producers. Joe Wilson, Mick at the nanobiologist, uh, who's I just learned Mick, not his real name. Oh, yeah. He told us uh, New York. Well, not I gonna, forgot. I forgot. Not going to blow it up. But no, 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 no. We keep it a, it's a mystery. It's like Harry's not my real name. That's true. It's mm. true. Mike's not mine. Uh, mm. That's a lie. Aaron Sini, hopefully awesome. Casey Cat, Alec Bobco, Kobe Cortis, Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir, and Jessica Sanchez. Uh, housekeeping. It's a loosey goosey show tonight, you know what I'm saying? We're back on summer break. This is our first our first day back in the figure of office. Sitting on a bed naked loose. We're sitting on a bed <laughs> naked loose. So it's a chill, relaxed episode. I, my my wedding was last week. Hey, if you were in chat mm. during my wedding, thank you for hanging out. If you got to see Joe from the trophy room's face and like up his nostrils for the first couple of minutes, <laughs> also hey, shout uh, shout uh, to a you. big uh, part of the uh, the opening of the ceremony of your photographer just standing in front of yeah. the camera. Well, no offense to to Twitch and and our six one indie family. Uh, I I pay the we pay the photographer quite a lot of money. She oh, can stand absolutely. wherever the fuck she yeah. wants. Oh, I get it. <laughs> she can interrupt the stream all she wants. Yep. And uh, just in my mind, it's just like you're you don't notice the camera. That's it. That's only that's only that's thing. fine. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, thank you so much for all the well wishes and kind words. And oh my god, that, that was a lot. It was really overwhelming. I didn't think I'd be so overwhelmed and so emotional after being already married for two years. But yeah, this uh, it felt real this time. Not like the first time didn't feel real, but like it was weird. I don't recommend pandemic weddings. <laughs> can I ask? Can I sure. ask? Yeah. How many people have already asked you both? Do you guys feel different yet? Oh, so, like, oh my God. What's changed? <laughs> so oh when God. are the kids coming? <laughs> like things just like, don't automatically I, change after getting married. I know. And like. I've started giving up on the whole like, yeah, we already been married for two years. So we did the blah, blah. I just say, yeah, it was our wedding. Yeah, we finally got married. I get uh-huh. it. Yeah. You get real over explaining it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to <laughs> uh, 
change or or correct people at the uh, party afterwards. Yeah, because of uh, our good friend Jeff, who came to the wedding. Uh, at least four people went up to him and congratulated <laughs> him on a great yeah. ceremony. <laughs> no, yeah, oh. and I was and I, I d- the last one. I was standing there too. I was like. <laughs> Hey, good job. <laughs> Great job up there, man. <laughs> Which is so wild because I genuinely don't see it. Oh, it, it, in person, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty smart. Oh, okay. I'm, I uh, won't lie. Juno puts it perfectly. Uh, this time, it's like getting married without a condom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you, Juno. Thank you. Speaking of Juno, hey, that's that's the housekeeping stuff. Uh, we video games. They're still they're still a thing. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. Um, Juno is currently playing Mothman. <laughs> Mothman. I keep saying Mothman. Mothman. Harvey <laughs> Mothman at your service. Uh, Mothman 1966, a game I previewed back in October and I fucking adored. So really stoked to see uh, Juno's review. I'm, it's right up her alley. This is a Juno-ass fucking game, so I'm really excited to hear her thoughts. Um, I played a little game earlier for review, which we're about to talk about because it's music related. Uh, and we're playing secret stuff that we can't talk about. Mm-hmm. You probably know what it is, but we can't talk about it. <gasps> so, can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. Uh, so with that being said, yeah, I've been playing a game called Loud. And I'm sorry, what? Sh- it's called Loud. I, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Loud. It's called ah, Loud. There it is. There it is. Can you uh, say it a little shout, bit? Shout. Shout. <laughs> um, yeah, playing Loud from. I am. Thank you for helping me kill time because I need to pull up the developer's name. Hyper Strange. Loud from Hyper Strange. Uh, I'm going to read the Steam description for you because Steam and the developers could describe it better than me. Uh, Loud is a wholesome, music-filled arcade rhythm game in which a young, reclusive rocker goes on a journey of self-discovery. When she begins to follow her dreams and finds her inner voice, she discovers that it is loud. So yeah, I um, played it briefly. Yeah, what this game is, it's a um, narrative-driven rhythm game, rhythm arcade game. Um, there's a lot of different pieces to kind of decipher in this little like preview early review kind of thing. Um, played about the first, I'll call it world. Um, each quote unquote world has multiple stages with multiple songs. Um, so each segment is kind of set up, uh, with a lightly animated, beautiful hand drawn, uh, piece of narrative art with narration of uh this young girl kind of talking about like how she looks up to a bunch of these bands and like she always dreams about being a rocker and um kind of like in secret will like grab a broom and like air guitar along with and she's straight up name drops like air guitar along with mgmk and snail mail and uh soccer mommy which i fucking love when games reference like real world bands like that um and like right off the bat you love this little protagonist you are rooting for her obviously as somebody who like wanted was chasing that like warp tour dream i instantly connected with her um eventually like your dad catches you at some point uh, like with the 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 broom guitar and um after completing a few stages it's kind of like the the end of that world it's like each world is kind of end capped with a little like very simple scene with uh dialogue uh, he buys you uh, your very first, like, very, like, again, very related to me, like, your very a very first, very cheap, like, Stratocaster, which was my first electric guitar. Um, and the next world starts out, like, she expresses that she just moved to the city, but, you know, it's not too different from where she's living. So it's, like, again, like, this, like, 
self-discovery in terms of music, but also like finding her place in a new town and a new city, just like totally alone. Um, and yeah, that second world opens up where it takes place of her just like playing in the subway, which is obviously something like folks like me, Kyle and Harry are very used to just going along like anywhere in the subway system and seeing people just like follow their fucking dreams and just mm-hmm. grind. Um, so narratively, I love it so far. It's such a charming basis of that rock that rock star dream and kind of that warped tour dream. Kyle Stevenson of Six One Indie. Yes. Yes. Hi. Question. Hi. Uh, mm-hmm. Is the narrative uh, being told to you with dialogue between the characters or is it all strictly like lyrics from a song like Sayonara? It sounds like it, it seems like and this is very much my interpretation. It seems like she's writing in a journal. Mm, it's okay. kind of like, OK, today, today, dad caught me playing guitar with the broom. It was so embarrassing. Oh, my God. Cringe. And it feels like she's very much talking to herself and like reflecting on her experiences so far and like what her dreams are and like very much manifesting like page two, kind of like actually doing the damn thing. Um, it's very authentic to what a teenager would do in that scenario. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so far it's working for me. It's, it's really, really good. Um, now the gameplay is, is interesting. Um, I don't know if, if you guys want to pull up a screenshot of it, I, I it's, it's, I'm going to try my best to explain it. So you have six stars on screen three on the left three on the right they're kind of like parentheses around the character the protagonist the stars on the left uh, so think of those as your kind of like uh your uh rock band and guitar hero kind Mm -hmm. of like lead way or whatever Uh, the the runway yes i have a very um yeah uh persona 4 the dance games yeah okay exact same setup Mm -hmm. cool cool so the left side represents uh, the D-pad, the right side, the face buttons. Okay. So top, middle, bottom star if on the D-pad is up, left, and down. On the right side, it's on, I'm playing on Switch. It's X, A, and B. So like top, middle, bottom on or each triangle, side. triangle, circle, cross for PlayStation. It's only on Switch right now. I, I know, but if it does. But, yes. Or Y, B, and A on Xbox yeah, yeah. because nothing is nice. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing. That's been really fucking with me lately because I I started. I started playing Kirby. It was the first time I like played with a Switch in a long time, and man, it was really bad. (laughs) It's it's real bad. Um. So yeah, as the music's playing, the the stars are coming in, and yeah, it's just a rhythm game, and you have to kind of balance both sides. Um. You have your standard notes that you just hit once. You have kind of like strung out notes where like you hold the button and it's kind of like um, long notes in Guitar Hero or Rock Band. You can use the thumbsticks as like a sort of whammy bar, which is kind of cool. Um, and there's segments where you just mash the buttons. So you just mash for a certain amount of time. I think I I always intrinsically just like would mash to the rhythm. I don't think mm-hmm. you have to mash to the rhythm. It's kind of like it sort of replicates like tapping on a guitar, like the um, scientific term. Um, When it, uh, it takes a lot of time to get used to like the first level or two, I was fucking nailing it, but really quickly it gets more complicated and like, it really like plays around with the placement of where the notes are. I was getting so confused so quickly. Like I, like my fingers just kept hitting the wrong buttons. Like I knew where I needed to hit, but just my brain wouldn't like communicate properly with my hands where each button was, even though even when I was like really trying to think of like, OK, it's just top, middle, bottom. Don't think about anything else. But 
even so, I kept just tripping up on myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll that'll be solved or resolved with more practice and more time. Um, but so far, like, yeah, it, it, it's really it, it's it's a very intricate system for a pretty, I would say, simple arcade rhythm game. But um, yeah, I feel like it ramps up real quickly. <laughs> I kind of wish it like paced it a little more slower, just so it like kind of kept you, I don't know, kept you on a more like even pace. Well. Um, Sorry to interject, but yeah, uh, remember the upcoming game, um, Unbeatable, the demo, the white label demo. Pretty similar. Yeah. I fucking sucked at that demo. <laughs> Pretty similar. Yeah, I also sucked at this. Are um, there any accessibility stuff to help with that, or is it just get good? There are there are three difficulty options. The one I'm I'm just sticking with standard. Um, it's rare that I've been failing, but. I just been I fuck up a lot. the The way you fail is that uh, at so like it's a kind of like a three strike rule, but like one strike isn't correlated to like one note miss. It's like it, there's no like exact notes miss that relate or that uh, mean a strike. It's so it feels like kind of random, and there's like no way to tell like how close you are to a strike or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are times where like a bunch of notes are flying on my screen, and this is like four or five levels in, and I just get totally lost or overwhelmed, and then all of a sudden I'm on three strikes um but as aside from just straight up difficulty options i don't think there is i haven't dug into the menus too too much but okay yeah. but yeah gameplay wise pretty cool i it's something that you definitely just have to get used to and keep playing um the last element that like i kind of wish was a little better is the music itself mm-hmm when she name dropped MGMT, Snail Mail, and Soccer Mommy, I was really hoping that it was going to surprise me with licensed music. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it when I when I when this game first came on my radar. Of course, it's a small team; like they're not going to get pick up the licensing rights. But I thought maybe similar to like Teenage Blob, how Team Laserbeam teamed up with the Super mm-hmm. Weeks to like make a dedicated album to that video game. I was hoping there would be something like that, some more like DIY bands, like la- bands that are not on labels that are just like artists helping out artists um unfortunately it's all the tracks so far just sound like real generic kind of like music that you pick off like that you will license off of uh i don't like like uh just sound libraries i was trying to think of a specific website off the top of my mind but my mind is broken um so that's a little bit of a bummer uh so they are still catchy but it's it's very much like it feels like a composer trying to replicate what new wave, like modern, like pop punk, punk, indie punk is. Yeah. Not bad, but like a little bit of a bummer. But yeah, very early into it. I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, if you do want to pick it up, I, th- it's only, it's out today. Um, right well, now. Well, apparently on Steam, it's apparently it's not out on Steam, but it came out today on Switch. Uh, I can't imagine it's that much money. Uh, so if you're looking for like a little rhythm um, arcadey experience, check out loud. It's cute. Um, compared Sweet. to the other rhythm arcadey experience that came out this year, Musical Story, Musical Story, way better. Um, I love the Musical Story system a lot more. But if you're looking for something different, I like that a lot more. These games are uh, more present nowadays. It, it's cool that we're getting a small resurgence in arcadey rhythm games with that and like solutions to kind of stray away from like the problem the issue that is like the lack of plastic musical instruments like intricate ways to uh figure out a rhythm control scheme with a with a controller bring them back i completely agree please bring them back (laughs) 
Epic, you have the money. <laughs> Microsoft. Please. Oh, wait. No, that's right. Epic bought Harmonix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say Microsoft, please buy Harmonix, but that's right. Epic bought. Epic Microsoft, has the money. Please buy Epic. Microsoft has Activision, Activision. now, so Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero yeah. is possible. Yeah. I don't care about Guitar Hero. I love Rock Band. <laughs> Same. Sure. <laughs> sure. And like, this is a little bit of a tangent. Like, Epic also bought Bandcamp, and like, there's some sort, there's some. Yeah interaction there like they have to be thinking of something also yeah. just throwing out there ddr was really good oh I yeah uh, ah, sure you don't have to tell me harry i i, <laughs> I rebought the xbox titles because i still had the formats oh, and now that i'm moving into a house where i can play games like that again <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> i'm bringing it back to step mania awesome. how about step mania no mario ddr baby no i'm talking about step Mania on on pc just the come on what was that? I think into, it was a PS1 into the game. Groove. Bust a Groove, maybe? Bust a Groove. Bust a Groove. Uh, the, with the, like the, the 70s clothes. Yes. The Afro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Bust a Groove. Yeah. I know Bust a Move. Yeah. yeah that's it, it's a spinoff of that, actually. Oh, it is. That's I believe hilarious. so. Bust a Move, great. Bust a Move was a 99? Bust a Move 99. Mm-hmm. The jam. But. Great game. They Might Be Giants is on DDR on Xbox. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Constantinople. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Can't wait. Well, speaking of music, yeah, I, I want to dedicate this episode. Uh, we'll talk for, like for the next half hour, just like about some of our favorite musical indies. A lot I, have been uh, kind of out there in the in recent years. I figured, you know, in the yeah. for the sake of save and sound going on right now, um, why not shout out a few of our favorites? Which yeah, just shout out to save and sound, which I did not know was a thing at all until you brought it up. Yeah, and I just looked it up on the website, which I uh, urge you listening to do. It's saveandsound.io because yes. they do the thing that I love. That um, uh, oh my god, the Gorilla Showcase does, yeah. where they have and wholesome games. Uh, they have all the games with the music right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, they have like, the, the complete lineup up there. It's beautiful, and like just seeing that tomorrow. I mean, let's talk about music and indie games. Tomorrow, Chicory is going to be part of this mm. at 11 a.m. Pacific. Yeah. Uh, just, I would pay good money to go see a Lena Rain concert. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I mean, I, tomorrow in general, like, yeah, Chicory is on there. Spider Heck is on there. Rhythm mm-hmm. Sprout, which is something we played at um at PAX. Uh, no Straight Roads is on there. Scourgebringer, which is dope. Uh, the upcoming Nine Years of Shadow is on Sunday, which Nine Years of Shadow is that that incredible. Um, they have that incredible uh, composing technique where they're using the healing frequency to tune all of the compositions of the game oh, to kind of like sweet. be more therapeutic while you play. Mm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention it's Bedtime Digital Games who runs this every year. Um, I think this is the se- only the second year they're doing it. So I'm so happy they're bringing it back, mm-hmm. even like as the world is starting to like get out of its shell a little bit more again um if you don't know bedtime digital they uh they developed um figment and they have figment 2 coming which uh figment is a kind of isometric musical it's like it's very much like a a stage play musical it's it's really cool um Um, and if you're you know you don't have the time to check it out this weekend bedtime digital games on youtube has all the vod's yes all the shows also i do love you know what's part of this lineup matt Hmm. Happy's Humble Burger Farm. I saw that. Right? It's so I, I cool. just scrolled over it on day two VOD. Uh, <laughs> so good. I was Harry, Everhood is on here? I, I was just going to say Everhood. Oh, yeah. 
come on. Everhood and uh, Scougebringer uh. are my two that I'm just like, that music's rad AF. Even upcoming things like we were mentioned, like Nine Years of Shadow, um, 30 Birds, which is like something we that's been catching our eye for uh, wait, every time it's shown. 30, 3 zero. Oh, okay. Um, I'm thinking, wait, oh, I'm thinking of that that bird reality show. Yeah. Yeah, um, bird problems? Dude, where <laughs> is problems, bird problems? Yeah. Man? <laughs> it's not Flirty Bird. Come that's right. on. Game of the year, whenever the hell that fucking comes out. Mm. Um, so yeah, as Kyle said, save and sound.io. Um, yeah, they have the entire lineup. Um, but, but yeah, worship, worship looks cool. Like I, there, there are a lot of great musicians or whatnot, but like, seriously, <laughs> Lena rain, like, I don't understand how she does what she does. It makes me feel all these emotions with just like, not like after listening for a minute or so by like second five. She's got me feeling exactly what she wants me to feel. Yeah. Lena Rain is to me, she's the next disaster piece. I agree. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's is that a band? Uh an artist. Ah, yeah. Yeah, Disaster Piece did what bad? Uh the most of the Hyper Light Drifter. Games. Yeah. Um, he did the movie It Follows. Great film. Cool. Yeah. If you don't know, <laughs> is, uh, well, no, because does it, what did you say? The next disaster. I'm like, no, I mean, I mean Lena, I like, to make sure. I think Lena obviously broke out with Celeste. I, I think yeah. all of her Celeste scores, which is wild how many Celeste things mm-hmm. there are nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all of her Celeste pieces are just fucking remarkable. And yeah, she has this way of just really sparking emotion. Yeah. Um, even when like I went the lead up to chicory and like it finally like being close to release, I remember she, um, when she put the pre-order up on Bandcamp, she released, I think two tracks ahead of time, man, I listened to those two tracks over and over again that day. And like the amount of just, I don't know, like it just like, there's something about the way she plays with tone and the way mm-hmm. she plays with distinct musical patches that just fucks me up. <laughs> <laughs> like like some plainly boss, boss battle themes in chicory yeah. that go way too hard for a game about a little dog named after <laughs> your favorite food and painting the world like it is it, they get intense and one of my favorite things in chicory if you haven't played chicory please play that game but if you 100% the game you get the platinum on playstation if you go back to your home you get to talk to characters from the game, but they are the dev team behind it, and they give yeah. you insight. And one of the characters is Lena, just telling you about her process of making the music for this game and just how the way her mind works when thinking of how to how to like we were saying bring emotion to a game a video game is quite remarkable. Yeah, since we're singling out uh, composers and not necessarily musical games, um, sure. I want to give a massive shout out to one of my probably in, in more recent years, but one of my favorite composers um, is Dos One. I think Dos One is fucking incredible. If you're unfamiliar with Dos One, he's done uh, the Gungeon games. He's done Disc Room, Sludge Life. So Sludge Life, mm-hmm. it's Dos One, a.k.a. Big Mud. Oh, shout out to Big Mud, baby. That fucking track. <laughs> uh, did uh, Gang Beast. Like he has such a hey, distinct Harry, style. Beast. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, granted, I, I've used this term right talking about sludge life but he has such like a interesting sludgy electronic weight to his uh to his compositions that like Mm. just are such vibes like that disc room score is incredible um 
even like this week, I didn't realize he did the score for Escape Academy, the the I am eight bit produced game um, or published game, mm. which I heard very good things about. I want to play it. Yeah, I'm excited to try it out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those one incredible. Um, and something I love about more like these like indie centric um, composers, uh, everything's available on Bandcamp. You can just mm-hmm. purchase, support, buy. Similar with uh, obviously I need a shout out also Scientific, um, who's done Oxenfree and After Party. Scientific fucking rules. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I love that everything's always available on on Bandcamp. Um, uh, yeah. You might know this answer, probably Matter Mike on this one, but the composer does the music for the pixel junk games oh that's actually uh, a really oh. good question because like I, I, take or leave the pixel junk games they're not hey, some whoa. of my favorite things uh, yeah I, they're just not <laughs> i'm sorry but which ones was... don't you like sorry no we're, we're, no which hey. ones don't you like <laughs> all maybe all of them i don't oh. know <laughs> pixel junk monsters um, is good man i haven't played monsters so hey, monsters is i know good. But the, I think was it Day of the Devs one year they he like performed a little bit. Yeah, Bayon. Bayon. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Based on the Pixel Junk <laughs> games. Uh, the things being yeah. said, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm sort of with Kyle that like a lot of the Pixel Junk games are like they're fine. Monsters yeah. is a jam. If we're talking about like Pixel Junk Racers, which is like the slot car game, sure, sure. <laughs> Pixel Junk Monsters, though, I own it on. PS3, PSP, PS Vita, PC. Love Yo, that game. Th- the sequel on Switch, terrible. Uh, Do not play that game on Switch. Absolutely it, terrible. Oh my God. Uh, if Those you play it on other systems, it's it's great. great. Yeah. Dude, unfortunately, Mike and I both own it on Switch, but <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I think like it's usually on sale for like a dollar on PlayStation. I think it I did pick it up on PlayStation yeah, one day. It was on sale for two bucks during the Steam summer sale. And I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> um uh, and we so, want to sh- yeah, go for it. Yeah, just to bring it back to like musical games. Uh, yeah, please. I derailed with a composer. No, it's fine. Uh, I brought it up earlier. Uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Dude. Mm. Yeah. I mean, is is that not just like the gold <clears throat> standard when it comes to like musical games? It, it's one of them. In recent Silver? years. Yeah. yeah. But it's very good. Silver. Silver. Only because the gameplay aspect of it, I feel like wasn't as precise as I was hoping for. Oh, I love so the gameplay to it. So that yeah. was a real deterrent for me. Okay. Sure. Is there but, difficulties for Sinar? Um, I don't I think, think so. Not that I remember. I can't oh, remember. I don't know. Maybe. <sighs> no, I don't know. Like, it can be hard and frustrating yeah. that you don't get everything. But To me, but, it's, it's hard to separate like doing each level or track because the definitive way to play is just play the full album. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah, my one critique of that game is that I wish just the full album play was unlockable from the start, but you have yeah. to beat it first to unlock that. Yeah. God, that album is fucking remarkable. Um yeah. I that's great, that is a regular listen for me. Um and man, like one year, I think it was during Day of the Devs where um I forgot his name, but um the composer I think it starts with a J, I think. Um James did it, did it, Yep, that's him. Um uh Daniel Olson. Daniel Olson, but and someone else. And someone else? Okay, I'll, I'll keep looking. Thank you. Um yeah, he did an acoustic set with like three or four of the songs. Um and I remember I still have it on my Jonathan Dropbox. Ang. Thank you, Jonathan Ang. Um I downloaded the vod and i put it into proposals and i like i did my thing to it like i added some reverb i mastered it all that kind of stuff i i listened to that regularly as like a little ep 
That's so good. Nice. What a talented motherfucker. I forgot that Queen Latifah is the narrator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a oh, wild get for. That's um, very cool. For Samoko. Samo- yeah. Samogo. Samogo. It's Samogo. No, it's a really fun game. I was really hoping their next game was a sequel, like a second album, like a follow up. But yeah. I'm I'm happy. Like their new game mm-hmm. looks incredible. The one they showed off during the Nintendo Direct uh, a couple weeks ago. Can't wait. Uh, another music game that I would like to shout out before somebody else does. Tetris Effect. Ooh, oh my god! You got me. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Talk about music that makes you cry, and you're not expecting. Oh, like you and you don't even know why you're like the within 30 seconds you're just like uh impossible to play that game in vr oh i (laughs) I do and i'm just like uh. i don't know what it is it's just like the feeling weird feeling of just like community and being loved while playing Mm -hmm. falling blocks and trying to fit them where they belong and they knew exactly what they were doing too 100 percent they did Oh, it's so good. I play that probably once every It is week. playing right now in my head. I'm trying right? really hard. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's uh, music by Hydelic. Yeah, dude. And then there's dolphins jumping in the background. Oh, oh, God. oh my God. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. I think for me and Matt, that's like the vinyl that that's like the one that always gets away because it's so I, fucking expensive. There, There's a double vinyl import on Amazon. I'm looking at right now for 45 <laughs> bucks. I don't trust that. I know. Matt, you know, you know, my, my we, mantra. Uh, we missed. That's one of our big misses. <laughs> I know. It was so expensive uh, at the time, though. One I didn't miss, though, and one I do want to mention. It's been a while since uh, she has done a game. The last game she did was Dicey Dungeons, but Chipsel. Oh, yeah. Chipsel. Uh, I, I do have old. the super hexagon hexagonal vinyl. Yeah. Didn't miss out on that. That's wild. Well, also, um. Oh my God, Kyle, we had this issue a couple weeks ago and I mm-hmm. always forget the name of this PSN game. Bring it. Mm, What's I it can't. about? Yeah. What's it like? You're a little, you're a little ball, a little ball boy and, uh, and I'll, you're I'll going along with the rhythm. It's like a platform where you're going along with the rhythm. There, There's a character or a map creator, also a level creator. Fuck. Pixel boy. <laughs> it's not pixel boy. Going you know what it is. And it's such a good of a staple to like late PS3, early PS4. What the fuck is that? Sound game? chips. Sound chips. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I, oh <sighs> yeah. I want to consider that like a little boy. That's just like an eyeball. Yeah. A little boy. Okay. All right. <laughs> a little ball boy. <laughs> yeah. Sound chips. Incredible. I remember, yeah. I mean, <laughs> way too old in my lifetime, but like me sitting in the back of the car on the way to church with my Vita, mm-hmm. just like, while my mom's driving because I'm not driving to church and uh, just playing sound chips in the back of the car and just getting lost to it. So many levels, so many great tracks, like so good. So good. Um, I love that the game has Beck tracks. That was like, that was like a a standout uh, world or album. Um, Yeah. Her new game. She's, she partnered with Mm -hmm. um, Annapurna. Annapurna. Yeah. We saw that last Um, year. And yeah. uh, Well, not like saw, but like, yeah, we got the, yeah, she was talking about it. Dev Diary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll see it July 29th. Next week. Is that next week? The anniversary? Oh two, weeks. two weeks. Two weeks. Um, Thank you. I thought we were almost I out of July. I'm like, oh, a- shit. No, I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. They very quietly announced it. <laughs> yeah. In the post credits to something. Um, 
yeah, I'm really excited to see what that that is. It, it seems like it's another music related thing, mm-hmm. and I feel like with Annapurna's backing, it could be fucking wild. Well, yeah, because similar to new... like Artful Escape, which was another Annapurna joint, a Annapurna epic <laughs> musical that was incredible. In that, yeah, like, uh, I, gameplay aside with that game, everything else. I mean, it's just stellar. yeah, you just walk left or right, but yeah. the vibe was so good. Yeah. Yep. The vibe, the art, the, and the music is incredible. But mm-hmm. even um, the new studio uh, held up by, uh, was it the Stanley Parable guy and, um, right? Am I? Is it Stanley Parable guy and uh, somebody who worked at, uh, what was it, Fulbright? Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, yes. they have the composer from Minecraft. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot the name of the game, though. I forgot, though. But hopefully we see something new on that, too, even if it's just another skit video, because that was very entertaining. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was really good. It was like mm-hmm. they were in like a bonsai garden. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah, was what, great. Day of the Devs 2021, right? I think that's Annapurna. No, that was Annapurna last year. That was yeah. Annapurna last year. Yeah. Oh. And uh, I don't know if Mike's opened up his. I haven't opened up mine, but Umarangi, uh Generation, Thor High Hills. Oh, it's talk about me, it's behind me somewhere, but man, what a fucking score. <laughs> God, that game is such a vibe. Kyle and Harry, please play that game. If you have not yet, it's on game pass. Everybody just leave it on. on listen to pass. the music. Yeah, just leave it on. <laughs> it's incredible. Is that the photo uh, one that you guys were uh-huh. raving about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the Tony Hawk meets Pokemon snap. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's on meets, my like the playlist. Hefty dystopian future narrative. That's like fucking the most punk rock thing I've ever witnessed in my life. It's incredible. And it's on everything except for PS4, PS5 now. Yeah. Mm. I wonder why. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, uh. um oh, I had one in mind, but I, I totally forgot. Um Well, one I was thinking of, super deep cut. Uh has anyone heard of Frederick Resurrection of Music? I've heard of the Frederick so Trilogy. Familiar. Is that the same thing? Like I there's three yet. Frederick games? Uh, maybe. Uh, all I know is I've played this one. Um, and it's pretty much you are Frederick Chopin, one of the like mm-hmm. great classical composers. And he got brought back to life and has to stop bad things from happening to music. And you're versing a bunch of um, like historical figures and musical figures and it's completely insane and bonkers um and i think it is who who makes it uh forever entertainment and it's just like a fun little like two-hour game that is just a cool little bop um not perfect but it's just like a weird little game that i got for like a dollar at one on switch sale i'm like you know what let's get Uh, weird and it it was it was a great game three dollars on steam yeah Yeah. and there's two sequels Oh, maybe I will get the sequel. Yeah. But yeah, I just figured it's something fun and completely strange. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really weird. It, apparently it's like part comic book also. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh it like the the heart is impossible, so I would just steer clear of that. <laughs> sure. Uh, it like I tried doing it once. I'm like, nope, this is a hard no. Um so I just stayed on normal, but it is fun. Uh and the the dialogue is a uh, silly and whimsical and a nice little detour to the other ones we've talked about that yeah. made us cry hysterically. <laughs> um, Jester in chat mentions Power Chord, a game that we played at PAX. I would count that. Uh, yeah. I, th- I would say the vibe is very amusing. The vibe, like, yeah, like Battle of the Bands vibe. Yeah. I, I Granted, it's Literally. very hard to... Well, actually, we didn't have headphones on or anything during that demo. 
So I don't know how the music actually is. I think I played I with headphones. I oh, I don't think I did. I don't remember though. So I like, don't remember yeah, it being like the most incredible thing. It was like rock with guitars. Uh, by the way, guitars. Matt, that uh, that game from Annapurna, I had to look up because it's kill me. The studio name is Ivy Road. Yes, uh, Stanley Parable and um, co-creator of Gone Home and Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool if we see that. Um, trying to think of other music games that I really- mean, Crypt I, of I, the Necro Dancer, Crypt of the fucking oh, Necro Dancer. I yeah. just uh, re-downloaded it the other day because I had their their latest update. Um, yep, same thing. What a game! It's so good. I really hope we get a sequel to it or another spinoff or another That'd spinoff. Cool One of my biggest regrets from PAX is fucking making eye contact with the vinyl. I was like, <laughs> my, my, my spending day was Thursday. I'm sorry, baby. I can't buy you. I'm just, and then, I'm... and then Cam Hawkins fucking on Saturday was like, yo, you need to buy this. And I was like, I can't spend more money. I made a promise to myself that Sunday. I was like, fine, I'm going to buy it, whatever. And it was gone. Ah, I just have imagine, to yourself immediately. <laughs> I just imagine Mike making eye contact with the vinyl he doesn't own. It's like the I forget who the composer was, but one of the tracks used in Kill Bill Volume One, the yeah. like it just goes black and white, and like black bars show up, and Mike's just like <laughs> uh, that, was, that was me today, uh, hovering over the checkout button with the fucking God of War Jotun edition, yeah. just oh because, just because of the vinyl. <laughs> I don't give a shit uh, about anything else. I just uh-huh, want that goddamn yeah. seven inch. And that's and why you know I what? bought Sony. You got me by the fucking balls. <laughs> you got me with Last of Us. Yeah. You got me with this. Oh my god, Chester! Just how can I not say Hades? Oh, I the music is any incredible. super yeah, the, the music any is. Super I wouldn't consider yeah. it a music game. No, but yeah, yeah but the, the music. We're just celebrating music tonight at this yeah, point. Yeah, uh, yeah, let me get in my phone then. To <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I got a couple shoutouts. <laughs> God, the Hades score is oh, incredible. Oh my God. I mean, just uh, was it Darren Corb, right, Matt? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, fucking masterful. I, I, you know, I wish he uh, didn't uh, collaborate with Imagine Dragons during Game Awards last year. <laughs> but hey, get that paycheck, baby. Get that paycheck. Yeah, it's fine. Fair. It's fine. Yeah. I uh, mean, I, I briefly mentioned it uh, a, f- a few moments ago, but um, I mean, Teenage Blob. Yeah. For me, at least, I, Matt also played it. I don't know if Kyle and Harry have. I have not yet. No, mm, I think I, I believe I played it. You yeah. play a blob and you just get incrementally larger. Is that the game? That's Katamari Damacy. <laughs> that's that's no, no, uh, no. that's mutant, mutant blobs attack. There we go. That's what uh, I was <laughs> from Juice Box no, games. I, I, I have not played your game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, I've said many times before, uh, Teenage Blob is the game that kind of saved my ass during lockdown. I typically need live music for uh my own mental well-being and teenage blob is a stunning and gorgeous and fucking absurd representation of the live music experience from waking up one morning and being excited about a show to that euphoric release of actually being in the venue and getting blasted in the fucking face by just loud ass fucking heartful music and man what a brilliant 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 game uh, accompanied by brilliant music with the uh, by the Super Weeks, which um they just straight up put out like their new album. And their new album is just Teenage Blob. Um, yeah, eight tracks that are absolutely incredible and just so authentic, so full of heart. Um, what I love also is Team Laserbeam is a South African team, but they have such an interesting connection 
And I think it's because of the super weeks and like a lot of like Ben from laser beam, like traveled to Philly uh, at one point, And like, he was like, he got so embedded in the Philly music scene that like these, the South African development team made such a love letter to the Philly music scene where like, they're just shouting out like Lamo records and Kayatana and all these like really niche, like underground bands that only like East coast slash Pennsylvania locals will know. And it's just so funny to, yeah, just so funny (laughs) (laughs) that, um, this like South African team would, uh, would do it in such like a, a ridiculously cool and authentic way. Speaking of ridiculously cool and awesome. Hmm. Anybody remember ape out? Oh, yes. Those, uh, that jazz yeah. record? Are you kidding me? I am still in awe on how that's created just because the the music seemed authentic and improvised, but it was like, oh, it's so good. I, I played that like twice because I was so obsessed with how good it bounced real good. Real good. And then the same vein, uh, entitled Goose Game with the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just a uh, score in the in the way of just like haptic feedback, kind of in a way. Yeah. It's it's so impressive. Yeah, I have a man. couple more. I just thought of uh, that are actual music games this time. I swear, oh. um, Guitar Hero, <laughs> Rock <laughs> Band Three, yeah. no, no, no. Brutal um, Legend, Thumper. Uh, yes, Thumper. is real good. Extremely difficult. I was like, yeah. oh, maybe I'll try it for the platinum, yeah. but those boom, things that hard. Boom, boom. <laughs> but it, it's so intense and in VR it's even crazier, but the music adds to it like mm-hmm. tenfold. Um a bit more on the bigger side of indie. Now they're like I think you mentioned earlier, they're bought by Epic now, but like Fuser is pretty hmm. special. And and I at PAX, that was a beautiful moment when we saw like Harmonics is yeah. back. You know, and and us, you know, playing Fuser together on stream for a little bit and having a good time and freaking out about DCMAs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was really, that, it was just, that's a really cool game. Um, Parappa the Rapper. Parappa the Wizard. Got 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 to rap and go fast. I got, I got to quit now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like, uh, uh, just quick pause on Parappa. One of my favorite yeah. moments with Matt, yeah. and it's something that will <laughs> bind us forever. Part uh, of the reason why I brought it up. <laughs> yeah, just like me and Matt sitting next to each other for what PSX twenty sixteen twenty sixteen. Okay, we're sitting in the conference. <laughs> we're having a good time. We're at our first like big like games event or whatever. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers at Sony show a trailer for Parappa the Rapper. It's a mostly silent room because nobody gives a shit about Parappa the Rappa, except for two gentlemen. <laughs> Me and Matt just stand up and scream at the top of our lungs because we're so stoked that Parappa is getting the respect <laughs> that he deserves. But nobody <laughs> else gave a fuck. <laughs> I remember just yelling immediately as soon as I saw the characters because they did like those bars yep. across yeah. the screen. I just go, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, incredible. Another one quickly, Beat Saber. That's ah, that oh, VR so is just incredible. I incredible. think that is the reason to own a VR set, especially a, a quest. Um, yeah, so you put your own music in it. Well, oh, not yeah. only that, but just oh, because so there good. are no wires. That's it. And, yeah. and like, you don't have to worry about that. Was the thing on with Beat Saber on PSVR? I would always hit the watt, the cord, and mm-hmm. it took me out of it. And I was worried about tripping. 
because you you get pretty intense playing Beat Saber, and it, that's and a it's fucking just a, workout, man. It is such it. a fun time, and the music is great. Um, and a little bit more on the bigger side of things, definitely not indie, but from one of Matt's favorite uh, favorite studios. Uh, we kind of talk about Brutal Legend, right? Ah, uh, Brutal Legend, yeah. so good. <laughs> Absolutely, Double Fine Games, so good. <laughs> Dude, fucking that cast. Oh, I'm going to pull up the IMDb for that. Matt, talk about <laughs> Brutal Legend, because not enough people know about Brutal Legend. Not enough people know about Brutal Legend because not enough people appreciated uh, Brutal Legend. Because it's half an action adventure game and half a RTS, which yeah. doesn't normally happen on consoles. Look at Halo Wars. How long did it take for Halo Wars 2 to come out? I think Mike got it. But, you got that. Um, yeah, Double Fine Games. This was their follow-up to Psychonauts. Absolutely amazing game. This was the follow-up to Psychonauts. I didn't realize this that. This was the follow-up to Psychonauts. Yeah, this mm-hmm. was my um, my first uh, Double Fine game, and I just bought it for obvious reasons. Uh, it, what's the, the, the plot's like? I, I forgot exactly what it is, but like a roadie gets teleported to like this mm-hmm. fantasy world, but the fantasy world is very inspired and infused by like the metal, metal scene, and mm-hmm. ah. I forgot exactly what the driving force is. But um, yeah, this uh, the the protagonist is uh played by jack black jack black um <laughs> tim curry is in this fucking game mm-hmm. uh, in this fucking game <laughs> rob halford from uh judas priest lemmy ozzy uh kyle gas from uh, fucking mm-hmm. tenacious d yeah um brian Pussain is in this game which is hilarious <laughs> he's like a obviously comedian but like a big devote metal fan mm-hmm. like what a f- like i can't believe they got folks like ozzy rob and lemmy in this game it's it's it is the love letter to metal yeah, it is. I, well, I mean, now well, there's a that brutal legend. There's that uh, what metal Hellslinger, which I have not played yeah. the demo for, but I have. And maybe I was having a bad day. It okay. gameplay wise wasn't totally clicking with me. Sure. We'll if see. you're not familiar with metal Hellslinger, it is a first person shooter that you have to shoot to the beat. Yeah. And stay in rhythm and everything. And it was which- very hard to like contain myself to shoot to the beat. Mm. If I that makes that. sense, like hold myself back. Yeah. Yep. Is it we'll that see. game or is there another game that has another a one called There's BPM. A BPM? BPM, yeah. Yeah. One of which them kind of has... came out and died. Yeah. Yeah. One of them no, has Surge. Uh, yeah. What's his last name? Tonkin? Yeah. I'm sorry, Matt. What was that? Surge from uh, System of a Down. That's Metal House Singer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of Surge personally. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Metal Hell Singer has Surge, has. um. Uh, 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 Sully, not Sully. I forgot his name. The dude from Lamb, Randy, Randy from Lamb of God. Uh, mm-hmm. the woman from Arch Enemy. They they have like a lot of um, big names in the metal scene. Uh, the dude, the first name they got, and he's like a avid like Twitch streamer and stuff. Is um Matt from Trivium. That was okay. like first. That seemed to be like opening the floodgates mm-hmm. to like getting a lot more of these names. It's cool. I, I'm hoping I just like. I just wasn't in the right mindset for it because I really want to love that game. That's mm-hmm. that's a on paper. That's a Mike ass game. Mm-hmm. We'll see. A lot of people seem to really love it. I'm, I'm glad it kind of exploded once like the Steam demos and the Xbox demos came out. Bringing it back before Kyle so- reads off everything else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did order and it's finally shipping out uh, the Valhalla. Uh, Hell yeah. LP. It's about time. Uh, that in a coffee talk. Not hey. music games, but music is a huge proponent of those. Games. Yeah, it's a huge part of it. So good. Um, Harry, I keep floating around on, on the Save and Sound page because I keep meaning to 
ask you to talk about it. We, this is a game we both played and we both really loved last year. Um, Everhood. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Sorry. I just had a brain part. <laughs> In my head, I thought you were going to say Inscription. So I was ready to talk about not that. A, not a music game, but hey, oh, you know a, what? It's a, so good. Uh, yeah, so Everhood is a very almost a high concept game where 80% of the time you don't understand what's going on, but you want to figure out what's going on. Um, and it, in terms of battle is just like the guitar hero stream where you have to press buttons in sequence, um, based on timing, but also maneuver around. So you don't hit objects. Uh, it can get very intense, and very crazy, but luckily there's accessibility options to make it less obtuse and, more of an experiential sequence um and the music is so freaking good it's incredible while you're playing the battles while you're exploring while you're investigating uh and there's a lot of like meta to it where it it becomes almost situational and self-aware without spoiling anything it gets wild um and because it could and it is and it makes you want to play it and figure out what's going on and the music kind of propels you forward to be like, wow, this is insane that I'm fighting a trash can. And the music <laughs> is incredible until only minute four. Yeah. It's very, um, in terms of vibe, it's very Undertale. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm excited to eventually play because I'm going to be like, this is just like Everhood. Eh. Yeah. Eh. We'll see. Or I'll just replay Everhood uh, when I have time. Undertale is very much worth playing and it doesn't fall into the trap of JRPG games where my falls absolutely into the trap and buys them and never plays them uh undertale guess who platinum's final fantasy 15 guess who platinum undertale two mediocre games wow uh (laughs) i've said i've put on the record many times that undertale i think is not a good game so speaking of games that have really incredible music (laughs) journey summer break baby yeah journey uh very very, very good music and journey it's so good um, uh, cinematography is top notch. Mm, I think about that all the time. I want to shout something out, but I want to know if Mike can actually tell what it is before I even say it. Not a music game. Okay. The music is an absolute mood and feel and is everywhere and it goes with you everywhere. Somber. But it's definitely one of the best soundtracks of any video game in the last decade. It's an indie game made by two people. Pokemon Snap. Hollow Knight. Oh, mm-hmm. Hollow Knight. Fuck yeah. That score. Incredible. Have, what received very, uh, very cool, very boutique pressings. I guess Fangamer technically produced yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they were in picture disc, but hey, people like picture discs. Cool. Oh, mine's not um, on picture. Some of them are picture disc, I thought. I think the Fangamer is picture disc. Huh. Does that mean uh-huh. there's a picture on the disc? It's like, yeah, the, the art is like printed on the actual okay. disc. It, if it's cool as like a sure. display piece, but it takes away from the sound quality. It, it really fucks with the sound quality. Sad so. face. Oh, maybe I was wrong because Matt, that is the one. Oh, Matt doesn't have headphones on. No, he does not. <laughs> wow. That is the one I was thinking of, Matt. I guess it's not a picture disc. I don't think so. I haven't opened well, it yet. I don't believe it know. is. I, if okay. it's packaged like that, then it's it's not a picture disc. Oh, oh yeah, because I see what you're saying. Because like they normally have them on the outside. Because the I think the way Fangamer like kind of printed it was like, yeah, it was like circular. And I thought that was the picture disc on it. Uh, they have that, and they have 
it's not a silk song pressing but it's like a separate oh, collection of, of tracks DLCs. yeah yeah i think it's the dlc i go yeah. back to hollow knight i was i gotta start that eventually looking up other musical games because i don't want to forget any and the game before chicory wander song i have oh, not wander played song. Have i any of you played it i own it i have not played it okay i've seen it because i also <laughs> have bought it but not played it because it sounds cool it's a musical adventure when you use singing to save the world plays yeah. a silly bard who embarks on a globe-trotting journey to learn about the mysterious earth song said to be able to prevent the universe's imminent end Along the way, there's a huge cast of characters to meet puzzles to solve and songs to sing. Yeah. Same person who made Chicory. So, like, this sounds like it's up my alley. Yeah, I got to give that a shot. I feel like we all have it because it was on PS Plus one year. I don't have it on PS Plus at all. No. No. Yeah, it was on Xbox Game Pass for a while. Maybe that's why. I downloaded it and never played it, and then it left Game Pass. Cool. Any last minute shout outs before before we hit into our post show? Yes. Uh, One, one that Kyle should have shouted out, but he was (gasps) just trying to get my goat. Uh, Unjammer Lammy, which was Uh a follow up to Parappa the Rapper. (laughs) My favorite indie game. But also uh, the one that Mike owns the OST to that I don't that will forever haunt me. Hotline Miami 2. Miami. I just say Miami like that. I don't know. Miami. I'm Miami. Miami 2 is uh killer score. Yeah, it's uh, I think good. that's one of my most valuable records, probably, mm-hmm. I think. Out of both like video game score and just like regular music. So good. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't believe I somehow got that. I remember I was at work one day and we were both texting each other that like freaking out that it went on sale. Or I had like it in my car or something. Yeah. On I am eight bit. Yep. And I, I must've got a customer. Yeah. And I was at work. Uh, I remember in the basement of one of the computer labs and I, I, a student, like I was supposed to be fixing a student's like, like a student was having issues with like Adobe premiere. And I was supposed to be helping him with that, mm-hmm. but I quickly went to the browser to try to get it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I got it. It's wild. Sorry, Matt. You bought my copy. I probably <laughs> did. <laughs> I probably did. <laughs> Um, yeah, just like a quick look, um, sort of indie, but like, I think another incredible score, similar to, um, kind of how Teenage Blob handles music in their games or in, in, in its game. Um, life is strange, but specifically before the storm, I think before the storms collection of music is fucking remarkable. Um, it's a, it's an EP or I guess album by daughter, um, incredible band. And like, yeah, just the correlation of like really, um, highlighting the emotion from that narrative and really, uh, translating it beautifully to song. I think it's fucking remarkable. Um, I'm just looking at my collection really quick, just to make sure there's nothing like obvious. Uh, uh Stardew Valley, uh, Concerned Ape made the music for that too, and the yeah. entire game. Goddamn. <laughs> Goddamn. Hmm. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, Cuphead. Cuphead Ooh. is incredible. Oh my god. <laughs> um, really quick shout out to Black Screen Records. Always does the Sounds of Summer releases. They are totally free records. You just pay for shipping, and it's like a collection of music for like mostly upcoming indie games. They haven't done it this year, I believe. Maybe I was just still. Add too early uh but they've done it for the past two years and uh yeah there's really really cool stuff on there um 
usually I tweet it out on the six one Twitter account. So like if you are looking out for it, follow Twitter, uh, follow Twitter, follow six one indie at six one indie on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I'll be sure to shout that out. I, t- I try to shout out a lot of like music stuff on that anyways for shout out to folks. Chefs. Shout out to shout outs. You know what I'm saying? Well, y'all, it is very toasty in this room and I am drenched and I am out of water. So we're going to end this very podcast and go into our post show. Thank you so much for listening to episode 102 of the 61 IndieCast. You can follow us along on Twitter at 61Indie, 61Indie.com for all the latest reviews, previews, and more. There's a bunch of stuff down in the pipeline. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back next week for more IndieCast stuff. I'm Mike. Harry has his hands up very confusedly. Well, I was going to wave, but you're keep talking. Well, you can wave all you want. I was going to be like, bye. But okay. right. Matt yeah. and Kyle. <laughs> farewell. Bye-bye. I think we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Resident Evil Netflix show. I've been watching that. I wanna I haven't. I wanna talk about it a little bit. No spoilers. Okay. We're not talking about Barry? <laughs> no, Barry's the pre-show. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, see, I, I forgot about that and I thought you were talking about Barry the show. Oh, oh I, I need, I to, need watch to watch the I need, I need to catch up. Yeah. Uh, Goodbye. <laughs>